Our podcast might contain some strong language. Welcome to the Red Carpet Treatment with me, Jordan Stevens, brought to you by the Brits with MasterCard. So on the podcast today, I'm joined by Clara Ampho, who is one of British radio and television's most dynamic voices. I absolutely adore her. She's been a big part of my career. She is an OG. She is one of the best presenters going right now. I would say globally, what? Come at me. It was fun. We were joking about, talking about careers, the future, music, uh, the fact that she heads up Future Sounds. Clara's got a lot planned, it seems, and I love her, and I hope you guys enjoy this conversation. Our guest today is the brilliant broadcaster and style icon, although her mum wouldn't agree. It's Clara Ampho. Hey, hello. hello, Jordan. You're really good at presenting. Thank you very much. That's very kind. As you are such an incredible presenter, I just need you to just check me on my vibes. All right. You know what I mean? Sure. Just like if I'm doing anything. You are just back from holiday. Relax your shoulders, babe. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. Where did you go? On my holiday, Jordan, yeah. I went to Mexico. What? I sure did. I went to Tulum. I went to Mexico City. I've been to Tulum. And then I went to LA. What? And then I went to New York. Oh my God, you're just living. I was, well, look, whilst I was on that side of the world, I thought, you know what? Beep, boop, just boop. go and do everything. That's it. Caught up with my people, hung Were you out, just chilling? Eat, pray, love. Oh my God. All of that good stuff. Wait, where did you stay in Tulum? Little beach spot. It was really lovely. Very zen. Yeah, right. There were like raccoons at night time, which were quite cute. Obviously. Um, I was staying next to a quite a spicy couple, which made the, the holiday quite interesting. Lots of sex. Um, arguing. I heard two days of arguing and then I had a whole day of making up and that was really entertaining. Yeah. Mexico City, what's that like? Mexico City was really fun. I saw the Barbie movie again out there. In Mexico? Yeah. Um, I watched it in Spanish with English subtitles. That How's was really that? fun. Was it good? Yeah. Did it make it better or worse? Hola Barbie. It was all of that. <laughs> no, it was wicked. It yeah. was fab. I Wait, really enjoyed it. But while we're talking about Barbie, yeah, go don't on. you have a Barbie? I've got an actual Barbie doll. That's wild. A Clarby, if you will. A Clarby. She's the best. I love her. Really? Yeah, she lives in a little box. Did you have Barbies as a child? I did, but they're all white. So when I've got so, my own one, I was like... That was a moment. Yes. Yeah, man. Oh, that's kind of touching. Yeah, man. Did Barbie have a, like an effect on like your self-image as a child? Of course she did. Damn. But I think, but I think most toys, most mass media do. When you're, you're when you're a kid, you're like a, you're a flipping sponge, aren't you? So everything yeah. you see, you take in as like, okay, well, like, essentially this is what the world is. Well, you question it or whatever. That's how we... I did want to be a hedgehog when I was a kid. Yeah, because did you love Sonic? So much. Well, there you go. When I was six years old, I remember t taking my mum to the side and being like, I want to be called Ultra J. But that's fine. Kids should be able to express themselves how they want. Do you know what I mean? I think so. Yeah. You are the red carpet queen. That's very kind. How many red carpets have you done? Do you know, I was talking to a mate about this the other day. Yeah. I think 119 or 20, maybe. What? Maybe a little bit more. I need to, I need to like tally You're up. sick properly. of red carpets. I'm about. Yeah. I'm about, you know, I enjoy it. It's fun, man. It's like, because the good thing about, about red carpets, especially when it comes to like the Brit Awards, like everyone's in a good mood because nobody's like won or lost yet. Uh, and everyone's just vibing. And well, it's everyone, just- Everyone, everyone. Well, generally speaking, most people okay. are in a decent mood. Like if, it's a, like if it's a music thing, and if it's a film thing, it's all like, yeah, we've done the thing. You're about uh, to watch it. It's going to be a good time. Well, like, everyone. Generally speaking, okay. most people. I wouldn't get you to name. <laughs> you know, there wouldn't be anyone. You know, wouldn't anyone you hate from the red carpet experience? Of course not. Obviously, we're not going to talk about that. Do you know what's really funny, actually. That, One of my first Brit Awards I ever if worked you say, at. Go on. I met two young men. One called Harley. 
One called Jordan. Either should backfire. <laughs> no, do you know, it's funny because these times I was working at Kiss and this was before I was working for the Brits and you two were very much in your charming yet adorable little shits bag. I think you may have even been hosting the red carpet with Laura Whitmore at that time. <laughs> I think so. Or you were either there ready to perform. You might have been doing your tune with Ollie or yeah. you were basically, you were about on the red carpet. And I just remember asking you like quite a simple question and you really, really decided to like answer it in the most roundabout, long, convoluted, arguably pretentious way that you could. Yeah. Harley was just sort of like laughing to the side. He was just sort of like, lol. But I just remember you, you really, you really yeah, went to town with was... your answer. And I was just like, okay, cool. But do you know what? It, it strengthened my, my, my muscle because that's the point. Well, Clara, I'll have you know that actually answering questions in a roundabout way is a real sign of immaturity and it's something I've chosen to confront in years of therapy. You've been putting in the work. Thanks. I see you. Thanks. I would answer you. concisely. Your skin is clear. You've got the love of a great woman. You've got a fantastic dog. Couple of dogs. Oh, there's dogs. You're the doing way. the Brits podcast. You're winning at life. And I that's am... the maturity. That's the growth, honey. That's the growth. I see it. Oh, let's go. I see you. Yeah, yeah. No, I, see you. I was I was a little shit. If there were celebs on the carpet mm -hmm. that um that were also pre-therapy, are there like things you would do to charm them? Yeah. I think, do you know what? I, I try and just do my job intuitively in the sense of like some people are great at being pop stars, some yeah. people just want to be artists. Yeah. Some people are great at doing both. Oh, do you get it? I totally get it. Right? That. And there are some people who are fantastic in pop stars. They will hit their red carpet. They will give you jokes. They will give you a look. They'll give you bants like a little, do you know what I mean? They'll oh, sickening, isn't and it? And then some people, Makes me feel sick. and then some people just want to be artists and just want to like, I just want to make my tune. I want to be in the studio. The introverts. Yeah, kind of thing. And like, I might give you a little wave on the carpet and I'm going to keep it moving. Oh. And that's fine. And that's the thing with, with you two. That time we first met, I was like, this isn't malicious. This is like, okay. Also, we accidentally became pop stars, by the way. That, that's why I understand what you mean. Yeah, there's we, we yeah. come into it as musicians like, oh, I love music. Yeah. I love hip-hop. Listen, just two little boys from Brighton. Right. Hanging out. Rapping. Grew up. And also, yeah. remember, rap wasn't pop then. And then and a minute record delay. And then suddenly it's you like, got a smile all the time and shouldn't shit. Shouldn't have just taken her to the cinema to see Saw. Le hey, listen, that's lit. That was a bar. That's a quotable. Let's go. <laughs> it's very good. Let's go. It's good. And it people are good. going like, why do you rap with Seesaw with Seesaw? I'm like, listen, boys, if you're not on the level, then just say so. It's called wordplay. Look do you it get up. what I'm saying? No, I feel that. I feel that. I knew that I'd been number one. That's why I did it. And right on. Yeah, for real. But pop stars, like yeah. what? Well, that, that's and it, also, you're yeah. not allowed to like slouch and shit if you're a pop star. People have always got to be like on job. On job. Do you know what I mean? I didn't want to be on job. But that's, and that's okay. But that's, right. that, that's the tapestry. That's why I love red carpets because you just see how different people are handled. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. what it is. Do you know what I mean? hundred yeah. percent. Also, I dress like shit. No, you don't. No, no, now I'm all right. But back then, whoa. I'm trying to think about some of the previous I did this looks. last series, right? Yeah. And part of the vibe with Nella was she'd show the people who did the podcast what previous they used to looks. wear. Oh, boys. I'm trying to remember some of your some of your outfits. Don't. In terms of getting on a level, mm -hmm. when you're saying that, let's just read through a list of artists that you have interviewed. I mean, this right. is pretty impressive. Justin Bieber. You have to remember, this boy, well, he's a man now, became so particularly, wildly, like stupidly, stupidly famous, famous. Stupid. At an age where your brain is still like developing and you've got grown adults basically living off of you. Yeah, like look wild. at Britney Spears, like it's that similar it's sort right. of machine. It's gonna, it's gonna alter the chemistry in your brain. 100%. It's not right. Impossible to, to be that successful yeah. famous and not be traumatized or just visible rather correct visible correct no correct. i feel that i feel that but then same way i know but i think it depends on like, who's around you and how you've been looked after because name just dropping from the sky but look context is everything is since it? we're it's, hang it? on what is it 
it says Billy Eilish. Billy Eilish. But like, you God see, damn. but you see, but spending the day with her and her family, that is somebody who is so well so, protected yeah. and is so like they they keep her as normal as as possible, considering the amount of fame she's got. Yeah. And she's just it's just different energy. Yeah. And I know she goes through her shit, but you can tell there's an infrastructure that just suits her a bit better. Yeah. And and again, but also she's come You're up right, ten years yeah. after after Justin Bieber. So people are learning from the previous generations of pop stars. You get it. Yeah. So yeah. No, I do actually empathise with, with Bieber in that situation. Yeah. That is another one. So it's Bieber, Eilish, Billie Eilish, Jay-Z. Yeah, man. Harry Styles. Good old Harry. Harry's good. Sir Elton John. A Don. He is a Don, isn't he? Sir Elton Don. Because he fights paparazzi. Listen, let me tell you something. That is a great example of somebody who has got no f to give. But I think his energy has always been that. Yeah. I feel like he was always meant to be that guy that was just like, and what? And what? Kind of thing. Because like, what can you tell him? Nothing. That one is contrary to like the Great British Songbook in such a way oh. that it's going to go on beyond him. Do you know what I mean? 100%. And it's like, he can pick up phone to anyone and they're just like, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, so which is the most memorable really of all of those? <laughs> it's hard. For, that's hard, isn't it? It's tricky, man. It's tricky. But I would say because it was the most recent, Elton John, because also I got to go to his house. And that was a vibe. And he's just got a room like full of records. And it's just like, it's amazing. Mad. And it's all that history. And it's just, it's just fab. But then Jay-Z was fun. But Harry's also fun. Because it was like, I've interviewed Harry a couple of times. I think one of the last big ones was at Christmas, but like a couple of years ago. And he was just, it was just a vibe. But I'm one of the few people he follows on Instagram, which is quite is it? intense. That's cool. Well, no, because lots of his fans. Oh, yeah, people message a lot. Well, yeah. And they, and they make these accounts called What Harry Sees. So they will make accounts where they follow everybody that he follows exactly so they can kind of get his perspective they can all, almost pretend to be him on instagram do you get it serious so they'll, they'll, they'll follow account like they'll make an account called like i don't know through harry's eyes and they will go through everyone that he follows and follow them so they can like you know pretend to be him on instagram for a day do you get really it? yeah dinner with jay-z or 500 grand oh dinner with jay-z this is a question they ask on the internet all the or time or 500 bags yeah I'll take the bags. A hundred percent, boss. Absolutely. You spoke to Jay-Z. How informative but can that's he even it. be? Like, and a very, what does he even know? A very lovely man, but I've got those memories forever. But 500 grand, come on. So you are the queen of the red carpet, hey. but does your mum agree? <laughs> I mean, listen, <laughs> everybody knows the opinions about the clothes are what they are, but yeah. I'm going to carry them doing me. What's she going to do about it? Is she being for real for real? No, she's being serious. Like if, if she had her way, I would only wear ankle length outfits on the red carpet but I ain't gonna do that is she critical about you as a presenter though no you know what no her? she's always she's always happy with like the questions and the vibe whatever but she always just like just remember you're representing us okay oh and, really you know you have to you have to look nice and that's always her thing this like, is a cultural thing yeah I, I think so you gotta be conservative no but the gag is if you go to Ghana yeah <laughs> On any given day, particularly around like Christmas, whatever. The girlies are out here, out here. wearing nothing. They're outside. The girls are in the club giving you a boob tube, a mini skirt. They're giving you thigh. They're giving you leg. They're giving you body, oddy, oddy. Well, I'm... it's in our DNA. I always say to her, you can't complain. Like you gave it to me, hon. I'm just, I'm working with what I got. I'm going to need a podcast with you and your mum out at Christmas. It, do you know what? Many people have tried. I don't think the world is ready for it yet. They're not ready. I don't think they're ready. I don't think the girls could handle it. I've thought about doing a podcast with my mum. And? My mum has such avid, like, opinions on people. Yeah. Like that, 
have echoed through my childhood that being that it was mostly me and her, it enmeshed with my own psyche okay. to the point where I've grown up not liking people and not knowing why. Because your mum said so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but that means you're a dutiful son. That would sometimes be a problem. For example, start a Rizzle Kicks, we're performing in Ibiza and somebody tells me that Trevor Horn wants to speak to us. Trevor Horn. The Don. The Don. Video killed a radio, radio star. Video killed a radio star. Legend. Psalm Studios owner. Like this Kiss dude is Rose, legacy. Right, well, Kiss My Rose might be part of the issue because my mum very much believes that Trevor Horn overproduced Seal's album. And she felt passionately about that. Okay. To the point where she would, you know, bad mouth Trevor Horn. So someone's come up to me and go, do you want to meet Trevor Horn? And I've gone, no. Yeah. So with your developing brain and your mum's critique. My mum's critique. It was locked in there. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't want to speak to Trevor Horn. I don't like him. <sighs> and then they were like, what? And then I realised, oh, wait, I don't know him. <laughs> and I did speak to him and it was great and he's lovely. But I had to call my mum up on it, man. And she, she, she almost argued it again. Oh, he, you know, kissed him. He's too much. Da -da -da -da. And then someone checked my mum and she was like, okay. And then she just dropped it. He's not so bad. But she's passionate. That's what I love about my mum. For the people. She's passionate. Even if she was passionately wrong about one of the UK's greatest ever producers. Can I ask a question? Go Selfishly. On. Please. Does your mum know of me? Yeah. And what does she think of me? Of you? Yeah. Loves you. Does she love me? Legitimately. Yeah, of course. <laughs> okay, that's what, that's what I need of to know. Of course my mum would love I you. I just need that, I just need that validation. You've been a favourite in my household for a long time. Amen. For Truly, real. that's that's the only reason I came to this podcast to find out if your mum likes me. That's jokes. And I'm delighted. But you know, talk thank you, Emma. Thank you so much. Also, my mum doesn't like it when I with all the luxury shit. She's really anti-capitalist. She does have her limits with stuff. She was getting at me about getting a new car. Do you know what I mean? Right. Okay. And I'm trying to get this car. I was sold a dream by this dude in a dealership. So I get this car. My mum's like, oh, Jordan, why can't you just get a Volvo? I was like, Mum, look up how much a Volvo is. How much? Volvo is a flexi car now, you know. I don't drive, so I wouldn't know. All right, don't worry about it. I only ride a bike. Do you? Yeah, you cycle walk. in yeah, London, man. do you? Oh, with a helmet always, seriously. I, people who cycle without a helmet, it stresses me out so much. Oh my God, memory unlocked. One time, what? I Because hang on, didn't you not play a bike choreo in a film once? I did play a bike choreo in a yeah, film. Yeah, yeah, memory unlocked. I remember, I remember all the things. How do you know that? Because baby, pop culture's my thing. What? Yes, you played a choreo. I did. And you and Michael Payne. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was in it. Because I just had a vision scene. of you cycling without, without a helmet on. And I was like, oh yeah. yeah. That was a fun film. So it's just reminding me, you really are a triple threat because you sing, yeah. you dance a little bit. I'm a fantastic dancer. You act. Actually, because I just remembered at your Lady Love's birthday party, yeah. you did the full choreography to Sweet Melody. <laughs> I didn't do the full choreography. Yeah, but you did a decent eight count. I did do a decent And you were dressed up as her and you dressed, smashed it. I was dressed as Jay. You Thank are a you. triple threat. Thank you very much. Come on. So let's talk radio. Go on. You began as a marketing intern at Kiss. I sure did. You climbed the ranks. I sure now did, Now look honey. at us. We winning. We out here. How did you get that job? I got that job from another interning job right. at a TV company that went bust. But a woman, a woman who used to work there was just like, oh, look, I know kids need like a spare pair of hands. Like right. they need all the help they can get of like marketing and stuff. Like, would you help out? And I was just like, uh, yeah. yeah. But it's just doing everything. Like, I don't know, flipping, getting sweets from the street teams, like give out at like, I don't know, shopping centers, flipping, Sounds doing great. payroll. Sounds great. Ordering stationery, all of that. All of that shit. I did it all. I was basically like... The assistant for the whole floor by the end of it. Serious, just doing yeah. everything. Basically, that's basically doing all kiss. Yeah, but yeah, you were snaking them for Radio One. Am I wrong? I would say I was snaking them. I didn't say. I mean, it, 
Oh, it doesn't say that here. I did say that. No, but I'll say, listen, I'll take my opportunities where I could get them. Ba like, basically, Kiss and Radio 1 were, like, around the corner from each other. Right. And I knew somebody that worked at One Extra, and I was obsessed with One Extra. I was like, nah, I need to work there. You like, need to. Did you always want to be a presenter? I did always want to broadcast, always. I, I always wanted to chat, because I just, I love music, I love hot culture, I love conversation. Yeah. And I was just like, well, and then, like, listen to Radio, I was like, hang on, so you can chat in between the songs. And like, this is the job, wicked. But you not only yeah. did make that jump to Radio 1, mm. you also had, we have some huge shows. Yeah, Official man. charts? Did the, I did the official chart for a little bit. Did you ever get that wrong? Did you ever get it wrong? I think, I think there's definitely a few times when I said, and at number 26, and the next thing, and again at number 26, <laughs> and then someone was texting, oh, I think you'll find it's 25. It's like, <laughs> okay. You know, there's all these people who are just ready, ready for your downfall. Like, you you said nine already. Really? Or like, oh yeah, you said, actually, this was only not in like number eight for like three weeks. You said it was number eight for two. It's like, okay. How many times did that happen to you? A good few, but like, no one's perfect. Did you ever announce the wrong number one? No, that I Never. did not do. No, that I absolutely did not do. You had Jay-Z and Kendrick Lamar in the live lounge. What? Yeah, man. That's wild. Kendrick, you've met King Kenny. I have met King Kenny. He's my fave. He's, inc he's incredible. Like, yeah, and a he? really gentle, so softly spoken and so considered with his answers and just considering, you know, I guess the pressure yeah. that might be on him because at his level, especially when it comes to hip hop, like he's just consistently good. And also when it comes to live shows, no one's better Unbelievable. than no, no I rapper. Was at Glastonbury. This is what I mean. No one is better than him live. In the space of hip hop, in my personal opinion, he is truly the best. Were you there? Yeah. When it finished, the mm -hmm. whole crowd silent, 10 minutes. Yeah. I don't see many other acts like that. No, because everybody was just like, wow, we really saw that. He was amazing. I know. Very Yoda, very Zen like guy. Yoda? Well, not Yoda. That's rude. Because he, he he's short. No, no. That's mad. I can confirm he's short. Yeah, listen, I actually think that short men get too much disrespect in this country. It actually makes me angry. No, but also short men, you've got to watch out for them. Listen, the short kings, because as a society, we've been conditioned to worship men who are six foot and right, above. Right, The short kings really be putting in the effort. Right. Now you're presenting future sounds because you love music. Yeah. What a great show. Yeah, you man. get to put people on. I enjoy it. It makes me feel good. Like, I think the thing I like about Future Sounds though is that it's about new artists, but it's also about not writing off people that have been putting out music for a minute. Because look, you. there you go, exactly. You my music. And I enjoyed I it. Solo stuff. I actually, that meant a lot to me. No, but because I, I really liked it. Thank I you. I don't play shit that I don't enjoy. Like, trust me. I know that. That's why I was buzzing. <laughs> I told like five people. It's like Clark played my tune. I'm buzzing. <laughs> no, but but I but I, cause I thoroughly enjoyed it. I think that's the thing, isn't it? Because I think, you know, you know this. As an artist, people could sometimes want to limit you or they only want yeah to like, be what their memory of you exactly yeah, and it, you. and like and look we're all guilty of doing it sometimes we'll go to a gig and like you know your favorite artists won't do like the stuff that you love like oh, why won't they do the old stuff yeah, or yeah. like oh, i wish they would do that and it's like and don't get me wrong there's space that conversation because of course that's why you started loving them in the first place but also like you gotta let people grow and experiment and 100%. stuff and like enjoy the new stuff so i love playing Brand new stuff and artists people never people have never heard before, but I love being like, oh, you know, this person's back and they're yeah. trying this now. Like, check yeah. it out. Yeah, vibes. Yeah. And I'm happy for it. What new artists are you rating right now? Ooh. That's a hard question, but like just the ones that come to mind. Oh gosh. I love Masterpiece. I think he's really fun. Masterpiece is great. He's wicked. He's been around for a minute, but it seems like this year. My friend manages him. He's really good. He's great. I love Rachel Shinariri. Listen, why are you just naming my friends for? I love the gentleness in her voice. I don't know if it's problematic to say it as this term, but it's the only way I can describe Go it. On. It's like very alternative. It's like all blackness. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. And because, I want more of that. Because like black people should be able to make all different types of music. Right, variation in that. No, but we yeah. have like stations. 
built around yeah. a particular style. Correct. And I'm saying like, when you got Rachel, and you've seen Rachel's push back against that. Rachel's yeah. instantly boxed somewhere yeah, else. Yeah, don't she call me Lauren B singer because she's not. She wants to make indie music. Yeah. And so does Masterpiece. But that's it. Um, and you got your own podcast, This City. Yeah, man. Where you talk about London, I guess. Yeah. Is it- not to keep mentioning there, but listen. Jade did it. Jade did it. Why'd you get Jade on this podcast about London? Because it's about people's London stories. It's about whether you grew up here or made it your second home. Because for me, ultimately, the podcast is about like people's dreams and like go-getters and like, you know, being a fish out of water. One of my London memories or Brixton memories was seeing you and your dad perform in Brixton. <gasps> in the market. You, you saw that gig? You're doing your poetry. Honey, I've got eyes everywhere. <laughs> That's actually mad. Honey, I've got eyes everywhere, like I said. Yeah. Wow, that was in my other little band, Wildhood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I remember. What? Yeah, you and your dad. I was eating my jerk chicken. I was, I was at Chicken Wins and Things. You watched it by mistake? No. I was enjoying my lunch and then just by chance. Mistake. I happened, by chance. By chance. I happened to observe you and your father. You heard a beautiful voice. Oh my God, what's that? Oh, it's yeah. a triple threat. And there you go. I love that. It was a cute moment. So what do you love about London? I love that every day you're surprised by something new. Truly. Like the smell. Well, yeah, I mean, listen. There's Pollution. No- wow. There's nothing like the smell of like, you know, eh, in the yeah. air. No, um, I honestly love the fact that it can just be anything you want. And I just, I love people watching. Like one of my favorite things it. to do, I just love getting on the tube and like looking at people making up stories about their life. Oh my God. Do you ever get it where my you can favorite. see the person's phone screen through the reflection of the glass? Sometimes, but I try. But I try you'd and- never look, would you? Of course not. I would. Look. No, but I just, I, but I do love creating my, my narratives for people. I find it really fascinating. But also, and I love talking to old people. That's That's been my thing. The elders. Yeah, the last like few years, just those like people, particularly like people in their like 60s, 70s, 80s. And when they say about the, like, the shit they've seen, the lives they've led, Mad. like there's an amazing character. If you're ever in central London, if you stand still long enough in Soho, there's, and I'm sure you've seen him around, this guy called George Skeggs. He is fantastic. He He's always dressed in like an impeccable three piece suit, right. dressed sort of like, like 1920s, like zoot suit. I guarantee you've seen him around. George, George Skeggs, look at what he's an artist. He's been knocking around Soho for the past like 40, 50 years. That man has seen. Everything. everything and he's one of the most compelling interesting people you'll ever chat to and it's those characters that i just i just love let's talk about the brits sure why do you know, not do you know what the brits are oh yeah you've done the brits all the time yeah. you've done loads you've done the brits loads yeah. okay lots of red carpets so what's your glam routine pre-ceremony we're getting a fabulous manicure a manicure i always get my manicure to match the award Mm. So like I like to be festive. So one year I had like red perspex under my nails. I had Yinka Lori uh, nails. I mean that that's year. a vibe. Yeah, that design was really fun. My mate did slawn nails for me last year. They were all black with the little slawn design in gold. Like I like to be festive, honey. That's actually really cool. Yeah, I do it every year. Do you have any favorite performances? Oh God, so many, so many, so many. I've always had a soft spot for your girl and her band because I mean we can get into like Brit's memories. Hey, listen. Woman like me. Nah, 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 nah. Oh yeah, because Miss Banks came out and performed yeah. with him. That was, yeah, it was sick. It was sick. Woman like me, fantastic performance. Right yeah, banging. 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 Does anyone phase you anymore? To be honest, not really. No one. And I'll, tell, and I'll tell you why. Because everyone's just human. No one's special. It's the answer. Sorry. People really are just doing their jobs, to be fair. Don't get me wrong. Like, obviously, when you've got your, like, legendary people, when you've got, I don't know, like, your Sir Elton's or whoever, I, I do get a bit like, oh, my God. But even then, still, you're just like, yeah, but you're just doing your job. And you're yeah. here to have a good time. Yeah, 100%. And it humanises it. And also, do you know what's really lovely? I love seeing artists being fans of other artists. One of yes. my favourite things to watch at the Brits is, like, people seeing each other be like, oh, my 
my God, I loved your album. So what's it like being at a table at the Brits? Do you know what's really Ooh. funny is that I've only been at a table a couple of times because usually I go and do the voiceover backstage. So you know oh. when someone's getting their Britney, you hear the thing being like, this is the fourth win for Stormzy. You actually have such a good in voice. In three years. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah, Cheers. Yeah. Um, da -da -da, here he is. And, this is. and then like, you, you got to do the filler and then, and then they get stage like, oh my God, thank you so much. I want to yeah, thank my yeah. mum, my dad. Da -da 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 -da. You presented awards too. Yeah. Are there any memorable moments like of winners, like what winner do you remember the most? Oh, um, I gave Dua Lipa an award and that was really lovely. And I right. remember she she brought up her little brother and her little sister That's cute. to um, collect her award with her. And I thought that was really, cause she's, she's the eldest child and you can tell she's very much when it's a big sister mode rather than pop star mode. And I thought that was really sweet. That is cool. Um, there's been a couple of awards where people, you know, we're sorry, we're not in the country to take this. Oh really? <laughs> One of them, but it's still fun though. Is that disappointing? Still fun. Do you feel like that moment before you say the name, is it just like, just do you dwell in it? Have you ever gone on too long? I'd go on way too long. No, no, you, you want to hold the suspense. And the winner is. You want to hold the suspense a little bit. Or you could just like those dudes in Moonlight just get it wrong for a laugh. I would never do that. I'm going to put your Brit Awards knowledge to the test. Sure. Are you ready? Big Brit energy. Big Brit energy. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, how many Brits red carpets have you walked? Six. Oh, that's so wrong. Seven. A nomination party three times. Oh, damn. Okay. Which of these stars have you not talked to on a red carpet? Jonas Brothers. Stormzy. Ed Sheeran. Jonas Brothers. Why didn't you speak to Jonas Brothers? Because they haven't Did been you, around. You, you ignored Nick Jonas. They haven't been around. Still get jealous. Banger. That's a banger. That bro. is a great Wait, shout out Nick Jonas. What? Is, is he the one who's with Sansa from Game of Thrones? No, that's No, it's Joe. not him, it's Joe. Nick Jonas is with uh, Priyanka Chopra Jonas. She's a massive, massive A massive star. Action. Yeah. There's a third Jonas, isn't there? Yeah. Who's well, that? No, there's technically four Jonas Brothers. Who's, there's four Jonas. Who's the third one? There's Kevin. Kevin. And he's he's married to like his sort of like, I guess, not, not teenage sweet. She's a lovely lady called Daniela. <laughs> How do you know that? Because it's my job, bitch. <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> do you think that my research game is is high? I mean. Out of 10, what's my research game like? Let me say seven. Oh, wow. Always room for improvement. People say seven when they're like unsure of what they want to say. No, no, a solid seven. I'm actually, I'm going to take that. Okay, take Because it. my research game's poor. Run with it. I'm unprepared. That's my vibe. What year did Beyonce perform at the Brits and what did she sing? She sang EXO. Yes. In her sparkly green dress. And that would have been 2014. Yes, you're right. There you go. Five people who hosted the Brits. We got, this is from the whole Brits history, right? From the beginning of time. Okay. We've got James Corden. Uh, we've got Mo the Comedian, Mo Gilligan. Got those two. Uh, Zoe Ball with Frank Skinner. That's such a, yeah. A deep course. cut. Yeah. Brits history. Yeah. Doing deep, 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 deep Brits history because we have to know this stuff. Let's go. Samantha Fox and Mick Fleetwood. Anne and Deck. Anne and Deck. There you go. Well done. Thanks, you mate. do know your Brits. Hey. Right, this is the red carpet treatment experience again. Right. Picture the scene. I'm walking towards you in a hideous outfit, like bad. With a face that says, I ain't ready to chat to you. Mm -hmm. You have to though. How do you salvage the situation? Right, Jordan, I know we've only got a little bit of time. Um, let's get into this outfit because it's talking to me. Go on, what are you wearing? Yeah, I was dressed by my grandma. What's your grandma like? Blind. So how do you guys communicate? Through talking. She's not deaf. And what's the best thing she said to you about your outfit tonight? It looks amazing. She's really proud of me. Well, we're really proud of you too. You do look amazing. Have an amazing night. <sighs> Really good. I was trying to be a proper, I was really trying it then. Here you go. Thank you, everybody. Go <laughs> and <Anfo! laughs>
having me. You've been listening to the Red Carpet Treatment, brought to you by the Brit Awards with Mastercard. Make sure you follow the Red Carpet Treatment on Apple or Spotify so all the episodes get delivered to your device every week. Coming up next week on the Red Carpet Treatment is May Muller. So are you celibate now? Okay. I had my celibate era. Celibate era? I had a celibate era. What's an era then? Like a year. Like a week, a uh, year. <laughs> so I was obviously, I was like, I'm not getting much action. Like the streets aren't streeting. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, do you know what I'm going to do? Go I'm going to lean into this. Listen, that's a power move. 